1: Uh, the all time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: Want to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants? Don't just spend me and my man's. A whole life chops on your ass. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are being safe out there with all the rain and the storm that came through tropical storm etia ETA every time I hear that it's like estimated time of arrival uh, so if if we're if we're lucky that this is the only storm that we got hit by here in the state of Florida yeah, I, I think I think we had a very, very successful hurricane season. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. When you go there, you're going to be able to find every single place that you can find me online. Uh, My YouTube channel, podcast, social media, every single place you'll be able to find at Tuttle.net. I want to thank my good friend Jason. Jason's the one that did this site, did it when I was still with Bubba at the BRN. So it's been there for a while site's been redesigned and i i think you're really really gonna like it i i know i'm proud of it and and i think you guys will definitely like it as well so but back to the storm uh tropical storm etia i i'm gonna go with etia yeah i i pretty much think that this storm right here which did not even hit tampa kind of showed how vulnerable tampa is tampa is so vulnerable when it comes to a storm because of the bay being there, um, and, and if a really strong storm ended up coming into Tampa Bay at the right time during high tide and stuff, it would be absolutely devastating to the city of Tampa, St. Pete, and the surrounding areas. You're talking, you're talking something like Hurricane Katrina almost. Because you gotta, you got to remember, people, the tampa if it wasn't for those bridges that that whole place would be completely shut down because you got the howard franklin you got the courtney campbell then you have the skyway and i think the skyway is pretty safe i i think you could get a cat five coming through there and i know i still don't think it would do anything to the skyway but the skyway has been closed pretty much for 24 hours while this tropical storm went by but they they actually had a lot of issues with flooding there. Uh, I, I I It's some pretty low-lying areas around there. And then it's just all water. So if something happened to one of those bridges, because if you go to my social media accounts, twitter.com slash Tuttle, facebook.com slash Tuttle, or instagram.com slash Tuttle, you'll be able to see a video that I posted that one of the uh, news outlets... And I, I kind of jacked it. I don't, I don't like to do that a lot, but I had to do it. It was such a great video. But I, I can't believe that they actually left the Howard Franklin open because I have went across the Howard Franklin before, and in, in a really, really bad storm, and the water right there before you get to the high part of the Howard Franklin, the hump, um, water does come over that because there's no like protection right there, right before you get onto the bridge part, and. I'm surprised that there was not a lot of accidents. Uh, there was a lot of debris on the Courtney Campbell. And, and just remember, people, this was only a tropical storm. And I don't know why Floridians are, are, like, freaking out about this storm, but Tampa just needs to get their crap together because I'm telling you right now, if a Category 3, 4, or 5 came in at the right time tampa would be absolutely destroyed not not literally destroyed but it it would be very very devastating for that area this is what the army is turning into now so the reason i wanted to play this piece of audio which i think this is complete absolute horseshit yeah i know that i'm trying not to curse as much as i have been on the podcast but this is so fucked up uh this uh, Army drill sergeant got in trouble because he posted this rant talking about how his recruits, his trainees, uh, get 30 minutes of cell phone time. I think on a Sunday, and the drill sergeant was not having it. He really, really wasn't. And and now everybody's like, "Oh, you're you're not being sensitive enough, sensitive enough, drill sergeant." You know what I? <laughs> I, I, look, I've never been in the military, but you would think that you would want your drill sergeant to be the biggest, hard-ass, ball-busting motherfucker that you could ever imagine. And this guy, on this rant, got, got upset. Everybody got upset. I'm sure one of the trainees or recruits probably, like, ratted him out or something. Who knows? But... I've I've talked to Vulture. Vulture, my producer, the the guy's a goddamn Marine. And some of the stuff that he used to tell me, that he used to tell me that they would do when he was up in Paris Island, holy crap. No wonder the Marines are some of the most hardcore people out there. But if we're going to get upset, and we're going to, like, get a drill sergeant in trouble because he doesn't appreciate and 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 he calls the the recruits soft. Here, just listen to the audio. A bunch of soft ass fucking I get to use my cell phone every fucking Sunday for thirty minutes because why? Because we're fucking soft, that's why. Now I have no problem with anything he just said. It's not like he called uh, the people in his platoon or whatever you want, whatever they call it in and and boot camp. It's not like he called them the F word for gays. He he didn't call them a bunch of F words for gays no he just he called him soft and you know what he 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 might be right it's not that he's trying to be a hard ass but the harder he is on you to get you in killing mode to to make you a badass he's got to be a dick you got to crack a couple of eggs to scramble him and and god that sounded such like a dad cliche for me to say I should kick myself in the ass for that. I should call myself the F word for gays just because I said something that goddamn stupid. But back to what I am saying is th- this drill sergeant is not being a dick. The guy actually cares. He wants his soldiers to be able to go into battle and be able to come back alive and protect our country. But drill sergeants can't do that anymore. I guess I guess, I guess drill sergeants aren't allowed to be dicks anymore. And guess what? We all need the biggest dickhead in the world to teach our soldiers to be able to come back and and kill people and be able to survive so you can come back and see your loved ones. Hell yeah, I want the biggest asshole drill sergeant you can give me. I want somebody like the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. The dude drove somebody into killing himself. Yes, Gomer, Pyle. The one that they called Pile, yes, Private Pile. Why do you got that gun? It's so horrible. I, I sound I sound like uh, uh, one of the Clampets when I was saying that. But back to what I was saying is, what are we doing here, people? Like seriously, dude, do, do we want our soldiers to be polite? Do we want our soldiers to care about people's feelings? Hell no. I want our soldiers to go in, rape, pillage. I know they're not raping, but just. Like the Vikings used to do. Go in, leave Scorch Earth, and then leave. All in the name of national security. Fucking signal. You're crying and you just got here. You ain't done shit. See, this is where the supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast need to step up. Because I I would love to hear from you. I I really, really would. I, I would like to get your guys' opinions. Did this guy go too far? Or is the military just being a bunch of assholes by you know, pitting this guy in timeout or getting in trouble. Isn't, isn't this what this guy's job is supposed to be? Isn't he supposed to toughen up civilians to be able to go into the military and go out and fight for our country? Because if there's a bunch of soft people, like this drill sergeant was saying, those soft people are going to get killed in battle. It's just going to happen. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I wish for that. No, but that's what the drill sergeants are supposed to do. And I'm not talking trash about the Army, but I got I to gotta talk to my producer, Vulture, because he was a Marine. Is this just the Army? Because I'm sure the the Marines have got to be a lot, lot tougher when it comes to boot camp. I'm just saying. I, I, like I said, I've never been in the military, so I could be off. I'm not trying to piss off any of the Army people that listen or support uh, the Tuttle Daily Podcast, but I would like to hear from you. Give me a call, 407-270-3044. Did this drill sergeant go too far? Or is the Army in the military just being a bunch of insens- or insensitive pricks? four zero seven two seven zero three zero four four let's give him another thing to fucking bitch about this shit makes me fucking sick and i would love to see what this dude looks like he sounds like a smooth ass brother i'm telling you right now this dude when he steps off the base he is getting every single piece of ass that's within a hundred yards of him it's just i i can tell But this guy, he's getting he's getting treated unfairly, in my opinion. He just seems like he's a guy that cares about his men. And maybe he shouldn't have posted it online. But I mean, guys, why not? I mean, the guy was frustrated and he's mad that we have to give the kids, we got to give the recruits a little bit of time out. We got to give them phone time. And the guy said that they were crying. What the hell? I want my soldiers to be so hardcore, so hard, nothing even bothers them. I want them to be like that Indian dude in the Predator movie, right before he goes to battle with the Predator, and he pulls out in and, and by Indian, I'm not talking like dots, I'm talking feathers. Uh the guy pulls out a knife and cuts his chest right before the predator comes there. I want a hard guy like that. I want my soldiers that aren't gonna hesitate if enemy uh combatants are in a schoolhouse and the guy throws a grenade in there yes yes there's collateral damage with the kids but you got rid of the enemy you got rid of charlie just throw a grenade in there do it rather those school kids than our school kids these kids ain't done nothing what's the point of doing mail every day what's the point of even it it don't make no sense but hey, this is the new army. I guess we got to fucking change with it. And if I'm just being honest, this guy sounds so defeated. Like, he really does. And you don't want your drill sergeant sounding defeated. That's like letting the the, the crazies take control of the insane asylum. And this guy's like, oh, well, I guess, uh, you know, we got to change. This is a brand new army. No, I want the same army that battled the Nazis back in World War II. That's that's the type of soldier I want, because that's why they called them the greatest generation, because they went into battle. They didn't run away from gunfire. Guess what? They ran towards gunfire. And those are the type of soldiers that we need here in America, because I'm telling you right now if these are the type of soldiers that we're going to be putting out on a daily basis, we are in a lot of trouble, people. I'm just saying. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an african-american or a minority you're listening to the tuttle daily podcast
0: have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise good life organics currently offers territories across the united states check out glo franchising That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at Facebook.com slash
1: GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. If you'd like to reach out, you can easily do that. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to leave a voicemail, you can easily do that, 407-270-3044. So I want to get right into this uh, piece of audio. Yesterday, I was on A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan. Check out their website, tomanddan.com. Great, great podcast. One of the biggest podcasts in Orlando. And and I would even I would even say that Tom and Dan are up there with some of the biggest radio personalities in the city of Orlando. But I come on their show, a mediocre time with Tom and Dan once a month and had a great conversation with them. And I wanted to, I wanted to play this piece of audio for you because I was discussing uh when me and my wife got separated and the radio guy that let me stay at his condo comfortable here it is tom and dan me on the tom and dan show tom so you packed up everything and you just get left and started living a no, no, another life yeah i uh there was a, i'm not gonna mention any names but maybe another radio guy let me use his condo that was somewhere uh and and i stayed there for four months and pretty much uh ruined all the furniture and <laughs> had, he lost his deposit <laughs>
0: To the furniture.
1: <laughs> what you do to it? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people in my personal life and, and even on social media, people is like, Tuttle, why do you stick in radio? Why do you stick in radio and doing podcasts when you're not making a lot of money off of it? You are just barely struggling to be able to pay for things, to be able to survive because of radio and 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 I try to tell people people don't understand like you, the rush you get the rush that you get from doing something great now your your whole job is to make your audience laugh your supporters but when you can get people that work in the same field as you do to be able to laugh like this to be able to tell a joke to be able to get a reaction out of people like this yes this is why i do it and i know it doesn't make a lot of sense because there's there's other jobs that i could be doing there's other things that i could be doing i could be a welder i was a welder for the longest time i could be making almost 20 to 25 dollars an hour doing that but like a dumbass uh an addict which i am i have a very addictive personality and and the rush that you get it's hard to explain unless you've experienced it before. Yeah, not nothing rivals, maybe sex, what just happened. I was able to make Tom and Dan laugh. And Tom and Dan, they don't give out courtesy laughs. These guys are the consummate professionals. And for me to be able to get this type of reaction, hell yeah. Count me in. That made me feel like a millionaire all day yesterday. You wouldn't believe what I can do to a wooden frame bed. <laughs> what <laughs> <a> bed. <laughs> What, <laughs> night have. what you doing?
0: What you carving, <laughs> carving in it with a Rambo knife. <laughs> Did I let you stay in the Did you house? treat it did you treat it like an abandoned clubhouse and <laughs> oh, yeah. just spray paint the walls?
1: And a lot of people think I make a lot of this stuff up because I don't. I there are so many things that people think that it is a fake story. Something I made up. No, it's not. It's not. I really did stay with another radio person. Not only another radio person, but my boss, and he was he was not there, and 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 this is right after my divorce, and and I I I let a lot of things go, my body, everything that I was doing, and and it was so uncomfortable, and and I I feel so bad about it, I really do. I apologize so many times. Here, I'll give you an example. Like this, this is why you should never ask for favors or 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 take favors even though they they were offered to you from your boss or coworker because it's going to end up being uncomfortable you know i uh i i had a lot of problems with the uh, the pt cruiser before not not this one but the last one uh and and i needed to borrow a car and bubba bubba loaned me one of his uh crown vic cop cars and i'm like this this one's not even being used so i i really didn't think that i needed to be in a rush to get my other car fixed because i was in i was in between pay periods. so yeah i didn't have the money at the time and i i didn't think it was going to be a big issue to be able to drive that car around but god damn it i heard from bubba every single day when you're gonna get your car fixed when you're gonna get your car fixed i need my crown dick bag i need my crown dick back, and i'm like. You're not even driving this Crown Vic. What, I mean, what's, what, what is the, what is, what's so important? Like, seriously. Now, I know that it's his, and, and I appreciate the favor, but goddamn, I, I was in a, in, in a little bit of a bind, and, and it was so uncomfortable. It really, really was so uncomfortable.
0: How do you ruin furniture
1: in <laughs> four months' time? I mean, it's like, yeah, that's not a long no. time. No. Yeah, it's, it's, what did you do? I got substances all over it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you started, started, did you murder someone in this condo? No, I,
0: think it's, <laughs> I think started, just got lazy and just started
1: letting things go. You know, Daniel actually hit it right on the head. You, You really do. Because when you're married, you have to be on your game all the time. You cannot really, really be yourself. I mean, I mean, guys, be honest. If we were our real selves, we would never, ever find a partner. We would never, ever have sex. It, it, it's the God-honest truth. And when you finally get out of a relationship that has been over 10, 11, 12 years, yes you just don't give a damn you do let go you let everything go and that's that's basically what happened to me and my health that's why i got heavier that's why i got out of shape because i got to the point where i was like i just don't care i've been i've been in this relationship pitting on this facade And I'm not saying that people lie or keep things from their other half. No, 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 no. no. But what I'm saying is you cannot truly be yourself as a man around your woman. Because, like, here, I'll give you an example. Uh, This guy I follow on TikTok, his wife does not let him fart around her. So he goes out into the garage, lifts up his legs, and rips a big one. And the goddamn guy, the guy's got over like a million followers right now on TikTok just from farting because his wife doesn't want him to fart around. Him. Yes. That's that's the way that it works. I mean, it's like that in every single relationship because guys, guys are very, very crass. They are. They're very crass. And and we do a lot of things that women don't like, but we enjoy them as men So yes, I let things go right after my divorce cuz I was like, "Ah, screw it. I've been I've been walking on the razor's edge for the last 11, 12 years, and I'll be goddamn if I'm going to stress out about taking care of some furniture or, or worrying about a deposit. Yes, that was the mental state that I was in at the time. Mm-hmm. All the furniture <laughs> <laughs> enough, all of it. Enough to ruin it. <laughs> It's ruined. What else do I got to tell you? It's ruined. It was like $2,000 worth of furniture, and I had nothing at the time. And I'm like, it was so uncomfortable showing up to work every day when he would ask me, Hey, do you got the money to pay for the furniture you ruined? <laughs> Once again, guys, this is why I keep doing what I do in my life. To be able to get that rush. It is so hard to explain to people that rush that you get that 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 satisfaction that you get when you can make your peers laugh like this. Yes, yes. I this is why I do what I do. This is why I choose to live a life of poverty just to get that little bit of feeling of making somebody else you work with laugh over something you say. I don't even know what to say to them. <laughs> all right, well, that's a great... Uh... Uh, <laughs> Tom kicked me over and I'll tell you, you killed him. You killed him. Killed Tom. You killed he, him. You accomplished what you wanted. You, you, you
0: won. You beat him. You I'm, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You won. You're going to have to cut this out. You no. jacked <laughs> off all over all the versions so badly that it got ruined.
1: God, do I miss doing radio with those two. Man. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I've had a lot of fun with all the other radio shows that I've worked with in my radio career, but goddamn, Tom and Dan are some of the most talented, quickest, funny people that I have ever worked with in radio. So make sure you check them out. Go to their website, tomanddan.com. Uh if you'd like to search that video, if you just go to twitch.tv/slash Tom and Dan Live, you'll be able to see my appearance on with them. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. I, I don't even want you to see me because, God damn it, I, I went back uh, to pull this audio and look at the Twitch video, and I am absolutely hideous. I, I am so hideous I, because I, I'm looking, even though I've lost some weight, just the way that I turn uh, in the camera angle, it's like, goddamn, dude, you are one ugly-looking guy. I mean, I got my good angle sometimes, but there are some people that can just be on camera and no matter what angle they're in, they, they look good. They look good. Not me. Usually my right side turned to the a little bit at an angle. So people can't get the full hideousness. I don't even know if that's a word of my face. So I want to thank Tom and Dan for having me on again. They have really, really helped me out tremendously. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp.
1: Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
0: Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com for your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them. Eric at stitchyouup.com.
1: Stitch You Up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery, all right, I'm sorry, I know I'm not trying to be discussion, but I had to take a little bit of a uh pop tuckle break um, you know, I've been and I'm kinda of being over the top with it. oh God damn it, that shit all at me um here, give me a second, hold on um no no. The... Oh, that's cold. All right. So the reason I I was eating that, and and it actually kind of brought something in my mind. Um, my mom, my mom and dad yell at me all the time about the way that I eat popsicles, and and you heard that. You heard <laughs> exactly how I sounded. I I get into it, like I put in work when I am eating. A popsicle. I, I really, really do. Like, I am very, very aggressive with a popsicle when I'm eating. It. Now, my parents get really, really upset with me. Is it the sound or is it the, my parents being upset how aggressive I am sucking on a phallic-shaped object? Like, this, is my dad's southern roots kicking in? And he's like, God damn it, son, stop. Stop sucking on that popsicle like it's a guy's penis. Is that is that is that's what is that what is really going through his mind? Because I think so. Why, why does it bother you so much that I eat phallic-shaped things very aggressively? Like a hot dog. I go in hard on a hot dog. I really, really do. Like I am aggressive. I'm like, Urgh. get right into that. Like, I try to take it all down my throat at one time as quickly as I can. And don't even get me started on the way that I eat corn. Like, I know people eat corn from the side, but no, 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 no. no. I take the tip of the corn right in my mouth, and I I try to scrape the kernels off of the corn. I can't be the only one that eats corn that way. I, I just can't be. I'm telling you right now, guys, if you want to up your, your corn eating experience, eat it from the tip. You go from the tip, try to go down as far as you can on the cob, and then try to scrape the kernels off with your teeth. That is the correct way to eat corn on the cob. I'm just saying. You take it from the tip and then pull back. And you 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 swallow everything down your throat. that's That is the way Southerners eat their corn. All right, hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe, and I cannot thank you enough for all of the support. Be back tomorrow. love ya.
0: concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast
1: hey yo terry what's going on